and welcome back to the Peculiar Place podcast. This is the segment Two V's in a Pod, and uh, we are your hostesses, Mandy and Jesse. <laughs> um, hello, five weeks mm-hmm. later. It's been a it's been a while. How have you guys been? Because I have not been well. And that is why we have been so delayed. I feel like most people know at this point what's been going on. I've pretty much been talking about it throughout all of our other podcasts. I have had major complications with wisdom teeth surgery that I had back in mid-July. And this is month five. Unreal. And... I'm not going to get fully into it because I did do a whole video on my main channel if you're interested. Um, But for those of you who don't know, a quick summary is that uh, I had a coronectomy in July, which is where they just take out the the top portions of your wisdom teeth. I had infection. It wasn't fully healing. And then in October, the reason why we haven't been here is because I had a high fever. I was very, very sick. And then I had to have second wisdom teeth surgery mm-hmm. where they remove the roots. And then that got infected. And I've just been so sick. I have been bedridden for five weeks, uh, missed Mandy's baby shower, which is crazy because I was hosting it. I know. <laughs> it was so sad. Um, missed a lot of things, birthdays, events, family things, Halloween. Um, I have just been a zombie in bed trying to heal. And uh, in and out of the hospital. Many rounds of antibiotics. Oh, yeah. This is uh, heavy-duty antibiotics. This is week five of heavy-duty antibiotics. So I should be done this week. And I've finally had some progress. I think this medication's (laughs) finally working because for a while it just seemed like I had this antibiotic-resistant bacteria that we just couldn't figure out how to fight. And I think we finally are. And so now we're just going to be looking at, like, if it's a mechanical issue left over or what's going on because I still have pain. So mm-hmm. I would never have thought going into wisdom teeth surgery that this would be almost half a year in the making I know. of being sick. And it's such like a normal thing. Like people yeah. do it all the time. Everyone and does it. You had it done and mm-hmm. you were, I mean, mm-hmm. you're in pain for like two weeks, but. Yeah, I felt, I felt like I was weird for two full weeks being like in pain crying like just the recovery process because I know people that have gotten their wisdom teeth out and that same day they like ate a burger (laughs) yeah so I've heard so many different I thought I was taking a while (laughs) now like I can't even I can't even say that because that your experience has just been twice imagine recovering twice it's it's awful and I can only eat soup and I just thought I would never have to do it again And, like, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but... (laughs) It's not funny. It's serious. (laughs) It is. I, I like, rely on Uber after my surgeries because all I want is, like, soup and, like, mushy mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. And I had, like, so much stress after that one time in the summer ordering from Panera Bread. This is a whole story, and it it pisses me off so much. I was so upset. I was so upset. I was on like day three of recovering from wisdom teeth surgery and I was like I just want soup and like you know the broccoli cheddar from Panera Bread that's all I wanted so I ordered that and like a tea on Uber okay the guy rushes this is the Uber guy he drives into the driveway runs out of his car holding the bag throws it onto the porch the tea goes everywhere the soup is splattered on the thing and he leaves like that and takes a photo of it like barbaric delivered it's barbaric and leaves 
And I sent Mandy a photo. She was at like a pool party or something. And I'm like, this is I wanted I'm to so cry. Upset. Like thinking about it <laughs> makes me want to cry. Yeah. I just can't fathom like human being acting like that. Like I just can't. Like it's so undeserving. It's so unkind. It's so cruel. And he took a photo. I don't photo. care if you hate your job. I don't care if you hate your life. I don't care. Like you're doing a service for somebody that they're paying for. Yeah. And you don't know what they're going through. Clearly, if somebody's ordering soup and a tea, something's going on. <laughs> something's like, you wrong. are not well. It's either, like, you're, you're depressed or you are sick if you're having soup and tea. To, like, toss it on someone's porch like that is disgusting and despicable and disgusting. Did yeah. I mention despicable? It's- yeah, it was awful. I had to contact support. Oh, my God. And they're like, well, we'll make sure you never get him again. And I was like, how about you make sure no one gets mm-hmm. him again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that is a problem. Anyway, that's such a minor inconvenience compared to what my last five months have been. And honestly, like, seeing so many doctors who don't want to help me, it gives me major PTSD from when I was trying to get Lyme disease treatment and all these other things, doctors not <clears> listening <throat> when my lung collapsed. It sucks because they look at you, even after hearing your story, even after seeing your fevers 101, and they go, you're fine. There's a lot of gaslighting that goes on here in Canada. Yeah, I went into the hospital one night and I started telling the doctor my story. He interrupted me, put his hand up like this and was like, tell me in three words or less. <gasps> three words or less sir oh my god like he didn't have time to hear it so he was like three words or less what do you mean (laughs) i don't know like i'm way too hormonal for this like if if i was there i'd be like excuse you like leave and bring a different doctor please this is so disgusting i can't um, like i just i don't understand this bedside manner this service that you're getting from like all the health care i mean i'm glad that the doctor that you're seeing now is he's, he's so much better he's yeah. listening he's to listening. you and it makes such a huge difference it makes such a huge difference for somebody to literally do the simplest thing which is to listen and to validate yeah even if you're a doctor and you're like this person's out of their mind they have no idea what they're talking about but to even just pretend to listen and validate. You know what I mean? Because it feels so good. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, like, other Canadians here understand our healthcare system. Like, to just get somebody that is validating you doesn't make you feel like you're crazy. doesn't make you feel like it's all anxiety. It's all in your head. You're too young. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's so rare to actually find a doctor who will actually sit and listen and give you the time to, like, discuss and yeah. you know what i mean yeah people want to be listened to it it's all about so communication much. patience people need to practice patience yeah it's all know? it's very rushed everything so you're a number rushed. in the system and yep. it's it's rushed and yep. they don't have time like <laughs> three words or less yeah and the fourth time i went in they were like you're here again i'm like yeah because clearly things aren't improving like i need help so help me like, you were just here last Thursday. I know. Do you think I want to be here either? <laughs> like, I but don't like, want to be here. The thing is, is, like, a fever doesn't lie. Right. Like, so what it, What do you mean? Yeah. Like, that's what I don't get is that if you were, like, experiencing this and there were no signs or symptoms, like, 
A fever means infection. Fever means your body's trying to fight something off. Exactly. And it's been going on for a long time, and you're on antibiotics. There should no, there should not be a fever. So I told the doctor that I'm like, because he's like, well, maybe your body just has a high temperature, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> my normal body temperature is ninety seven point eight, and he goes, no one has a normal body temperature, and I'm like, yes, you do. It might fluctuate slightly. But you know when you have a fever. Like my resting is not a hundred, sir. He's like, it might be. No, it's um, not. That is not a resting. Do you know fever. that they say if you're pregnant? Because um, when you're pregnant, your body temperature goes up anyway. I've heard that, yeah. But they say if your temperature is a hundred point four, go to the hospital. Yeah, hundred point four. Come on, like if I would have to go to the hospital for that, I can't. Yeah. I literally, I'm so, you, I feel so bad. I feel like I'm- So undeserving. So undeserving. Nobody deserves that. I know. I I feel like I'm coming out of it. Hopefully, just need a few more tests. But um, speaking of health stuff, I had another bizarre conversation with our HEPA filter guy (laughs) on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he was trying to be so nice, but I have a chronic illness, right? So you have to imagine, I've had this since 2017, so I've tried everything. I've gone antibiotics. I've gone six-month treatments. I've seen everybody. I've had, like, electric things on me that's supposed to help. I've done everything, okay? Natural paths, everything. So we call the HEPA guy because we have to change our HEPA filters. We have to change them, like, once a year. And the guy goes, can I just ask, like, why you want to change the filters? And Ty was like, well, like, my wife is chronically ill, and, like, we have to make sure the air is clean. He goes, what does she have? First of all, why are you asking that? But Ty's nice. So he's like, oh, like she has some lung issues, like she has whatever. And he goes, oh, is it like COPD? And he's like, no, no, no. It's like Lyme disease. Like she has issues breathing and stuff. And he goes, has she tried vitamin D? (laughs) And Ty's like, well, you know, yeah, like she's tried everything. He's like, no, no. I heard vitamin D. It'll get rid of it. And Ty's like, well, it'll get rid of it. It's chronic. So like vitamin D. And he goes, I also heard there's this mushroom in the forest you go get it and pick it and eat it that'll cure it too and this guy this guy needs to go (laughs) this guy needs to have a conversation with luca because luca would say some shit like this that is so funny he was trying to be nice and like people do try and be helpful and like but you have to imagine like when someone's been dealing with something chronically they've done it all right Mm -hmm. obviously because you want to be healthy yourself so a vitamin while it might help you overall like generally like sure yeah vitamins are great it's not going to get rid of my Lyme disease, but he was a nice man. It was just an interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there are just, I mean, I feel like mom is constantly like, do you take vitamin C or vitamin D? It definitely like makes a difference, but it's not going to cure you of Well, mom disease. doesn't tell me it's going to cure me. Like she says it helps and I believe it does, obviously. Uh, yeah, Vitamins yeah. are good for you. Yeah. But yeah, mom is the first one whenever we're sick to be like, make sure you're taking this vitamin and this C. And, this. and I do it. I listen to her. Oh okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it makes a difference, but it's it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna cure. fix it. Yeah. If you have like the flu, sure. I'm sure it'll help. Or a cold. I mean, I'm I'm not like a rocket scientist or anything. I don't know anything about this stuff. But like, how would vitamin D cure like a lung issue? Like a uh, like breathing issue. It can't, but I'm sure it helps with your immune system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Like immunity. Yeah, sure. But like, if you have problems breathing, how? I don't know. It's not like you have a virus. 
And it's such a common vitamin <laughs> that you'd think he was asking about some crazy thing no one's heard of, right? Like, have you tried vitamin D? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I put drop vitamin D drops on my chicken yeah, every day. Yeah, right? Vitamin D. <laughs> mm-hmm. Poor guy. I'm not trying to make fun of him. It's just like, that's the sort of thing that I hear all the time. And I've tried it all. Trust me. Um, anyway, so that's my update on life right now. Do you have any pregnancy updates? Because... They haven't seen you or heard you in five mm. weeks. Well, I am now 31 weeks, and the countdown is on. I mean, we're like nine weeks away. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll have more updates to come because I am going in for like the sizing ultrasound thing where they see like the position of the baby and like the weight of the baby and um, like you never know like your due date might change or they could schedule like c-section or like getting induced and all of those fun things so that's exciting that's coming up but other than that yeah i've just been like getting bigger (laughs) not fitting in a lot of things anymore (laughs) very uncomfortable like just lots of pressure down there like uncomfortable can't really sleep I need to sit, like, often. Oh, my gosh. My, like, ankles, my feet are so swollen. (laughs) So, like, having a hairdresser job really sucks right now because it's, like, standing all day. But, like, I've I've adjusted my hours to, like, make it work. So when are you stopping? I'm stopping at 37 weeks. So, like... That's still some time off, like, from now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Mm. But I mean, you can always, I mean, if you have to, you just ended earlier than planned. Because I mean, your health is more important than... Yeah, closer to 37 weeks, it's it's going to be m- more of like a one client a day yeah, kind of a thing. Makes sense. But yeah, I, I'm going to work as long as I can. The reason why I took off uh, at the 37 week mark is because... Once you hit 37 weeks, it could be the next day, it could be mm-hmm. the next week, or it could be four weeks or whatever you never know you never know so i don't want to be like in the middle of a client <laughs> and my water breaks or something happens because yeah. i would be the type of person to like not tell them and work through it oh man <laughs> like don't i would do that. Don't no do but that. i would <laughs> oh my gosh because you don't want to inconvenience anybody exactly <laughs> like, my water broke but it's fine have like, you I seen have, have you seen that like i don't i forget it's like a video where it's like if, like, somebody were to, like, inject you by accident with, like, a lethal... Yeah, and, po- and, the then, and it's like, oh, it's my fine. God, I'm so sorry. And then it's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah, it. It's fine. It's okay. Totally. It's fine. That it's would accident. be me. That would be me. It's okay. That is me, too. It's okay. I'm way too forgiving. Like, I just don't want to have confrontations. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Even though it's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm more likely to be confrontational when it's somebody else that I, like, love getting treated a certain way but if it's me yourself yeah it's like oh don't worry about it don't worry about it yeah i'm similar anyway yeah we're just chugging along now um yeah that's pretty much pretty much that the baby shower was beautiful i'm, I'm glad baby, <laughs> I shower, see it. baby shower was beautiful we missed you so much it wasn't the same the whole time I, in the back of my head i was like i wish jess was here it's so bizarre like being in because i was in my bedroom like recovering and I could hear everybody like in the house like it's such it's so weird when you're hosting but you're not like I'm there but I'm not there well at least I got to see you after yeah that was nice I still got to see it ended off my cheeks were like this big I know (laughs) I know 
Anyway, um, we do have a reading update because you guys know we love books. So we're going to go through this kind of quickly, but Mandy read her first two horror novels in October. These were books that I read last year and loved. Mm -hmm. And to me, they are the scariest books that I have read. They just affected me so much. So I'll let Mandy take this away because if you guys are watching and you like being spooked and creeped out, it doesn't matter what time of year it is, okay? These aren't Halloween books. These are just mm-hmm. really good books you can read any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is Pen Pal. So why don't you, do you want to give like a summary and like your overall thoughts? So Pen Pal, it's difficult to explain without giving anything away. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you explained it really well when you told me that it sort of like dips into like that nostalgic feeling and... It's sort of like um, it just makes you feel paranoid the whole time and you're not entirely sure what exactly is happening up until like the end. But like throughout the whole book, there's like this ominous tone and it's like about this man who's basically writing like uh, down like sort of memories from from his childhood Mm -hmm. about like being followed by something and without giving it away just sort of trying to like figure it out in his own mind as he's writing it down I guess it's an interesting like format the way that it's written it's like a journal and it's almost like the memories aren't always really in order right it's kind of just like exactly as as he remembers his childhood and growing up not even just childhood but like his teenage years and like Mm -hmm. early adult years right just writing down yeah things that he recalls it didn't really like do anything for me up until the very end when I finished it and all of a sudden the whole book as a whole like going back and like the more I thought about it the like creepier it got and the ending was like for me it was like more powerful yeah and it made the whole thing a lot more scary because I felt like throughout the book it was a little bit cheesy I felt like it was a bit predictable but the ending was not predictable to me like how it ended Mm -hmm. and I love that I'm glad and everything else sort of just was creepier after reading the end and then after a couple of days thinking about I was still thinking about it had dreams about it yeah it's so unsettling you're like piecing together someone's memories and I, I said it was nostalgic because in the book, like, it takes place at school, doing, mm-hmm. like, a school project and a lemonade stand. Birthdays. And k- birthday parties and kids, you know, wandering through the woods together, mm-hmm. playing games and mapping out destinations and stuff. And, like, it reminds me of my childhood. But then, like, imagine all those moments with, like, an ominous presence, like, watching you, you know? So it was, it's a really interesting book. You guys should really check it out. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely a good uh, read I would recommend. Yeah. And then you read Stolen Tugs. Ah, Stolen Tugs. Five stars. Yeah. Five out of five. And it doesn't spoil it to say it is a Skinwalker book. I mean, that everyone talks about it as that way. And you find out literally, like, right away. You get the idea of what it is pretty much right away. Even though they don't even use that word in the book. They actually use a couple of different ways of describing, like, what this, the hollow one, whatever. But it's, like, this being... And, I mean, the whole aesthetic of the book is just fantastic. I mean, it's, like, in the dead of winter, in the dark, with the howling winter winds, and then voices, and, like, it's just the way that it's described. Also, it's super Mm fast-paced and straight to the point. There are no boring fillers. Mm -hmm. There are no, like... there it's never a dull moment it's like one thing to the next thing to the next thing and like I literally could not put it down 
it took me a week to read it because it was scary. <laughs> I couldn't read it at night. And the times that I read are always at night before bed because that's like my free time. Yeah. And my downtime. And I, after like two nights of reading it, I was like, oh no, I cannot read this yeah. at night. I was actually like, can I read this at all? Like, I was like, this might be too scary. And then I just decided to read it during the day. And then I just, I loved it. It was exciting. It was terrifying. And I was so invested. I don't know why it like excited me. I was like sad when it ended. Yeah. I didn't want it to end. Yeah. It's like, to sum it up really quickly, it's like this couple (laughs) who go to stay at their family's cabin, like around the mountains and the snowy forest and stuff, like Mandy Mm -hmm. said. And they're just tormented by things outside the cabin that are talking to them, that are looking in windows, that are knocking on the doors. Using Uh, voices of their loved ones mm -hmm. that are alive and dead. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. And, you know, it follows them home, obviously. Like, that's that's what happens. And, and it, it also, good. like, taps into, like, like Native culture and, like, the history of the land and, mm-hmm. like, where that, like, sort of urban legend comes from. And, like, just, like, the attention to detail of, like, where it comes from and the, like, history of that that mountain in the land is really cool yeah just reading that i enjoyed it i just and it takes place in winter so now's the time guys yeah it's a perfect time time to read it now yeah and so now moving on mandy finished the throne of glass which is an eight book series (laughs) it took her all year to read they are bricks yeah they are and i want to make this clear okay guys so i read all the five akatar books just over a month okay one month i've flew through them. I, it was fantastic. Throne of Glass, I flew through it up until, what is it, six and seven? Mm-hmm. Six and seven, the tandem read. I just, I hit a wall. Most people do, though. I hit a wall, and it really put me back of, like, months. And then I read the last one, and that one took, like, a couple months, too, I think. But I loved it. Like, okay, I loved the characters are great. So much character development. So much thought went into this. Like, I can't even... It's very, like, Game of Thrones vibes. Mm -hmm. Lots of storylines coming together. And a lot of, like, characters to, like, follow. And, you know, some moments are a little slow. And some characters aren't that lovable. But the characters that are lovable are, like, super lovable. But I am happy that it's... I'm through it. I'm glad I did it. I have no regrets. I think everyone that is in the Sarah J. Mass universe should read it so that they're yeah, caught up. For sure. I'm about to read Crescent City now. My annotated <laughs> to the nines. Yeah, we're going to... Next time I come here, I'm going to let you know how that's going for we me. We may have to switch her over to a non-annotated version because I annotated every page and it's not always necessary. So I don't know if it's going to drive you crazy. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm really excited now to read it because... They say, like, Crescent City, if you're, like, um, reading, like, the universe of Sarah J. Maas, Crescent City is the last ones to read. Yeah. You did a good order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Y- exactly. Yeah. So I'm so excited. And I I can't wait to be caught up with everyone, like, the hype that's around Crescent City right now mm-hmm. and the new book coming out in January. I'm very excited to be caught up and, like, be a part of that universe yeah and if you aren't yet join us 
<laughs> literally <laughs> stop what you're doing. Join us. And read Akatar. Just yeah. read Akatar. You'll be in love. It'll motivate you. Because if I yeah. feel like if you start with Throne of Glass, you might... Don't do that. You might stop. Start with Akatar. And if you are looking at us and you're like, we're not readers, you will be. I started reading again because of Akatar. I just want to say that. Yeah. I hadn't read since high school. And Akatar made me fall in love with yeah. reading. It got a lot of people back into reading. So it's just a common theme. Um, <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on to our listeners' darkest secrets. So, like, four or five weeks ago, I asked you guys to submit your darkest secrets. And so I don't have a ton here because a lot of people were very tame. And that's great. It just means you don't have any, like, super, like, you know, disturbing dark secrets, which is probably a good thing. But I picked out about seven that were the most, like, I don't know if unhinged is the right word, but the most interesting and slightly worrisome. (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. We're going to get into them. So, the first one says... I lied to my husband's mom that I have a college degree so she'd approve of me marrying her son. So I guess she just assumed that if she told the mother the truth that she wouldn't be uh, supportive of their marriage. Which is already kind of like sad because you really should be marrying probably into a family that is loving and accepting and supportive and, you know, your husband would have your back. And Well, I feel like it's... it's shitty on both ends yeah you know because at first reading it i'm like oh like do what you gotta do girl (laughs) but then and then i'm like well you shouldn't have to lie in life to like you know what i mean you should be unapologetically you and that lie will follow you and then really like people will always talk about it at family dinners like how's that how's that work job going after your degree or whatever like you know what i mean like you have to follow through i just don't agree i just think that lying in general is just not a good idea because yeah you're right it will spiral it's a mother-in-law right yeah so you're with that person for the rest of their lives and you have to keep up with that lie that's yeah. exhausting that is it really and exhausting. very stressful yeah because you have to remember that you told sometimes it. you think like oh, okay i'm just gonna say it so that it's like gets it over with and there's no issue and whatever but no like it's you got to keep up with a lie like that. And then after a couple of years, coming clean is hard because then it's like, well, why did you lie? And then the mother-in-law can be upset. <sighs> They're is, very is valid in yeah. being upset for being lied to. So it's like, that's a tough one. I feel bad for you. It's always good to come clean, yeah. though. You know? Just don't lie. Just don't tell lies. I don't think you have to come forward and be like, hey, I said this. But if it comes up in conversation, I would just maybe be upfront about it. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my god, like, you know, it's so funny. Like, I lied about my yeah, college so education because I thought that you wouldn't accept me into the family well, just, otherwise. You know, I thought you would be impressed if I didn't, and haha, like, we're all good now, though. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Maybe don't listen then to there's, us. like, trust issues then, because <laughs> then I'd true. be like, well, why would you lie about something like that? What else are you lying about? Yeah, like, I'm wondering who's the toxic one. Is it the the mother-in-law or is it the well because it's like why did you feel the need to have to lie yeah i feel like it's just uh it's it was a, a mistake yeah the lying part now you have to keep up with it but well let us know how that goes <laughs> okay let's go to the next one this one's kind of funny in kindergarten i did the charlie charlie challenge at my christian school <laughs> Oh my god, we would have done that. So wait, so that was like where you take a paper and like a pencil, right? Mm-hmm. And you write like yes or no and you spin it or something? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a 
ritual thing, right? With spirits. That was the secret is that they did that at Christian school. At a Christian school, school yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like evil like begins in the church so you know what i mean i feel like so what if it's a christian school it doesn't mean that it's like a holy place i don't believe that it is yeah you know what i mean you don't know who's running that but yeah (laughs) okay i smashed my grandfather's urn and blamed it on the cat so like okay it's not like they're punishing the cat but also like i feel bad for this grandfather that now has his ashes all over the living room carpet oh it's an ash yeah like urn would ha- the grandfather's ashes are in there oh and so she oh, knocked thought, it over i thought i i listened to that wrong i thought you meant like grandfather's like it was a <laughs> <laughs> like a, something else like, like an object yeah like it was the grandfather's like a base. decor piece oh okay. yeah like a decor piece oh okay so no. i don't know why that didn't click yeah. So you knocked it over, it oh. broke, ashes went everywhere, and you were like, that was the cat. Okay, but also, why are you putting somebody's ash urn in a place that could be knocked over? Well, people put it in their living rooms. Like No, you, but, like, put it on, like, like... a high shelf or something? Yeah, above the fireplace, above... Like, you know what I mean? Like... Well, maybe they were decorating for Halloween, and, like, it just... Oh. Things happen, right? I would just own up to it, that but... sucks. Because, like, what if the cat gets, like... Oh my gosh, that sucks. Imagine sweeping up. I wonder what like you do in that situation because you vacuum just, it. No, you can't vacuum it. What would you do? I don't or know. Because I would never, I would never have a, a urn with ashes in it. It's just that that stresses me out so much. Like I know people do that, but I wouldn't. There's probably those vacuums where like it vacuums into like a container, <laughs> and then you could just put them back into the... with some other dust. It's fine. Yeah, it's grandpa and like our skin cells. <laughs> I love the things where they, um, now they can, like, put little bits of ashes into, like, necklaces and jewelry and stuff. Like, I feel like I love that because you can, like... It's with you you all the time. Yeah, like... Did you know that it's a common problem at Disney World that people bring ashes and on rides, they just let them go? That's why they say it's super haunted at Disney World. Because everyone's ashes are everywhere. Well, it's the happiest place on earth. But imagine being in, like, a roller coaster behind the one doing it, and it's just, you're all breathing it all in. Oh my gosh. Like, they'd have to take the last seat. But also, doing it on a roller coaster is completely unhinged. Haunted Mansion's the most common one people do it on. That's demented, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Like... That's psycho. I'm sorry. People do it. Let's move on. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) One time my mom asked me to get her water and I got her water from the toilet. That sounds like a complex issue that you need to work through. (laughs) The reasoning behind that is probably needs to be looked into. You're just That's I don't even know what to say. I, a, I have a lot of questions. I could but... never be so mad at my mother to do that. There's nothing my mom could do that I would then go give her toilet water. Nothing. It wouldn't even occur to me. No, to think about doing that. And listen, I'm glad you guys are, like, honest and, like, putting yourselves out there with us. But at the same time, there's things that we're going to be disturbed about. <laughs> I feel like I did mess with your toothbrush once. Yeah, I think you did, too, because we had a fight and then I came back and it was wet. I don't know what you did with it. No, because that just triggered, because I'm thinking about the bathroom and being mad at somebody and I feel like there was a time that I, like, I f***ed with your toothbrush. Yeah, I think you put it down the drain or something. Yeah. It, like, it was I wet it was and it was a drain. little brown. And I think grandma was over and I was like, I think she did this. And I think grandma was like, what the heck is going on? Guys, it was like, you were really I was young. so little. 
I was probably like eight years old, so you would have been. And five. she was fully deserving of it. We got into I'm some sure. pretty bad fights. She got into we got into bad fights, and I was always in trouble because everyone thought well, that Jess you was did an angel. Like that after Jess was an angel, and she could do no wrong. At I least just, I can sit here and say it now. I mean, you used to like beat me up. Yeah, you used to like scratch my face. And you would dude. bite me. So you were a vampire. I was a werewolf. Yeah, it just like brought up a memory in my head. Yeah. Like we said the first episode, we had a tough relationship <laughs> until now. <laughs> yeah, but you always listen, siblings, you do that crazy stuff when yeah. you're kids. Like, I don't think I would have actually allowed you to use it. I think I made it obvious. It was obvious. I think I made it obvious because I secretly didn't want you to actually use it, but I wanted you to know like like don't f- with me. Yeah. <laughs> like I wanted you to know like this is what happens when you mess around. Well, listen, <laughs> for months after that, whenever we got into a fight, I'd go feel my toothbrush. Yeah. So you did have that in my head, so good job. Like truly I would not have let you use it. Okay, I I hope that's I remember there was black on it. I like Yeah, that's obvious. how I had yeah. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving on. I'm sorry for that. Don't get water from the toilet for your mother. I'm a cashier and the customer <laughs> The customer. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm a cashier, and the customer had a gift card that was declined. So I gave them $250 for free and played it off to my boss. So I guess they had a gift really card nice for $250 that wasn't going through, or they used it already. And so the cashier wow. just let them take, I guess, what they were trying to get. That's really nice. Also illegal. That's really nice and illegal it's like a chain store who cares yeah and i guess it's, it's not hard. like it's a small business it's hard to judge when like we didn't see the situation and who it was and what was going on but uh i feel like that's a nice thing you yeah. know i've gone in drive throughs before and like just ordered a drink or something and the person was like don't worry about it yeah that's also two dollars you know <laughs> who cares about these chain we don't know if it's a chain thing you're right though like some companies they have billions of dollars right like walmart they and, pay like, their people terribly but if this was like a small boutique shop it's like a yeah. different situation if right? it's a small business of course yeah. that's not good that's horrible actually yeah because that's like a family's income that's like right. a family business kind of thing somebody who's working really hard to like build their business but if it's like walmart whatever who cares yeah they won't even notice they wouldn't i pooped in a ziploc bag and hid it under my bed for two months until my parents found it i just want to know the reasoning behind um, it because surely you have a toilet this sounds like there's a there's like more going on in this person's head what do you mean like they have something there's something about poop that they're they're into it why else would they do something like that? Kids do weird things. Like, I saw on TikTok or yes. something, there was, like, a kid who was peeing in the side drawer of his bed, like, at night because he didn't want to go to the For bathroom. For convenience, yeah. Yeah, and his parents, like, his mom, like, opened it one day, and, and it was just, smelled. like, a thing of pee. And he was, like, crying because she found out. Okay, but pooping is so... Let me get this straight. He poops in a plastic bag. bag and puts them under his bed. Puts them under his bed. And his parents found them eventually what are you doing with the poop under the bed do you like the smell of it do you like to see it age do you like like do you have um a thing about going to the bathroom do you not like the toilet there's gotta be more going on in this person's head yeah it's obviously not just a simple thing you do this is not normal no (laughs) 
like, well, none of this is. <laughs> do you take it out of the bag from time to time and play with it? Ew, what like are you Play-Doh? doing? Oh my gosh. What is the purpose? Yeah, we need more information. Or maybe we don't need to know at all. These are the questions that you got to ask, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? To get to the bottom of the motive. Yeah, maybe we what should is have, the motives? have some people call in. Tell us yeah. why you're pooping in plastic yeah. bags. <laughs> I feel like when we ask for things like this, we should put, also tell us why. Please elaborate yeah. on motive. Your motive's behind this. No motive. <laughs> Just no motive. <laughs> Just for fun. And lastly, I locked my sister in the dryer when I was eight. That could be See, deadly. That's, yeah. That's yeah. like, I'm glad so she's okay. At least I didn't do that. At least that's I didn't do that. terrifying. Have you seen some of those like clubs where the entrance is through like a dryer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like a slide or something or a tunnel? Yeah. Ain't no way I'm doing that. <laughs> there ain't no way. Ain't no way. No. Ain't the claustrophobia no way. is real. I would never do that to you. In Lilo and Stitch, they had to change um, that scene, you know, where she goes and hides in the dryer? Yeah. They had to change it into like a cupboard or something. Like they had to change the animation because... Um, parents were worried that the cartoon would encourage their kids to go hide in the dryer. Oh my god! So some people have the original like VHS tape where it has that, and then there's like the newer. Well, one. I have the DVD that has that. Still the dryer? Yeah, it's a really? DVD. But the dryer scene is in since... it. Yes. Yeah, so why would it change? Everyone says, "Oh, because you had." Oh, okay. <laughs> people say it's like rare to find that version. So maybe you. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I actually just got rid of all of my DVDs yesterday. I'm like nesting like crazy. I got rid of all the DVDs, but I made a list on my phone of all the movies that like we don't have on like Blu-ray because I was getting rid of the DVDs. I've just been really like decluttering and getting rid of so much just to make room for baby. Yeah. But also like just like we don't watch DVDs. We have streaming. Right. We have like Blu-ray for, you know, to watch if we can't find something on streaming whatever like we're not gonna really put on a dvd right anymore but yeah i i had the (laughs) (laughs) but i got rid of it so whoever's gonna find it yeah i wonder if they could like oh i have the dryer version like the band version let me sell this for a million (laughs) dollars it might be selling for a lot of money you don't know the original Um, okay so we're gonna do a christmas q a because we're getting into the spirit Sorry, not Q&A. A would you rather? It's Christmas time. It's that time of year. We're both all decorated for Christmas. Well, I'm not fully yet. I have, I put up my tree this morning and I'm, after this, I'm going to go home and finish the rest okay. of the house. All right. So here are some tough questions. Okay. Would you rather always laugh like Santa or always have a red glowing nose like Rudolph? The red glowing nose. Because imagine, like, Santa's like, ho, ho, ho. Like, the red the glowing nose. Yeah, me too. Right away. I would not, like, all year round laughing like Santa. Also, that'd be so cute. A red glowing nose. People, like, do their makeup like that right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it depends on how big it is. But if it's just, like, your nose and it's glowing, that's kind of cute. Adorable. Yeah. Would you rather spend Christmas Eve delivering presents with Santa or on the Polar Express? Polar Express! But you don't want to actually be with Santa? Working? Polar Express. He wouldn't make you work. Polar Express. I mean, I'd probably choose that too. Polar Express. Although, it's like, got a creepy factor about it, but so I love that movie. But do you find that it has an eerie vibe? It's extremely dark and it's ominous. It's eerie. Like, what do they expect with that creepy ghost on there? And like that room with the puppets. And it's like kind of empty. Like I don't know. Like there's something so, and it's all in the dark, right? Because it's nighttime when they're traveling. There's all kinds of conspiracy theories around that movie, by the way. I would love for them to remake it, but, like, well. 
<laughs> oh yeah because like the animation like it, it, and you know what else i was thinking too is because christmas now with all like the amazing christmas movies i feel like there's more christmas movies to watch than halloween movies and i get more excited about like the christmas movies yeah me too and then it made me also think about how nostalgic all the christmas movies are and why don't they make good christmas movies anymore like polar express and elf and santa claus and you know what i mean yeah they don't make or maybe magical movies like that anymore. They could be good to us because they're nostalgic. And like maybe kids now but, are watching no, new things. The that... Polar Express? Come on. That was I mean, yeah, magic. I know. That was magic. Would you rather act in a Christmas movie or have a famous Christmas song? Act in a Christmas movie. Yeah. You would? I would love to be in a Christmas movie. Yeah, I think movie. I would like to be in a I Christmas like, movie. I mean, too. both of them sound great. It'd be cool to have like a song people listen to every <laughs> single year. But like imagine being an elf though. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, like, meeting Will Ferrell. Or, like, being in, like, Home Alone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. White lights or colored lights? Colored. You and I differ on this. White lights for my house and personal decorating. But if I'm going to a party or I'm, like, going to look at Christmas lights, always colored. So, on the inside of my house, like, definitely, like, a white or, like, a cool-toned white. Yeah. Or off-white, whatever. Fairy lights vibes. Yeah. On the outside colorful whenever i pass like white light houses i'm bored what's the point i love my white light i'm sorry i love that for you i love that for you (laughs) but like boring but i feel like it looks so pretty when there's like snow all around it like it's just it's definitely literally nothing and also if you add little things like not just have the white lights but have like little decor on the yeah, porch we have garden like things wreaths yeah garden things reindeers yeah i feel like that adds to it that's like okay you're putting in an effort yeah 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 okay that's what i, I have that okay <laughs> would you rather spend christmas at hogwarts or in whoville hogwarts me too no question what kind of this or that i know exactly <laughs> every answer that i'm giving you is wow, the right one okay i thought it'd be more difficult nope hogwarts all the way not even a question okay would you rather give up christmas meals and desserts or presents that one's hard probably presents give up presents yeah like you can only have one or the other basically for for christmas i would rather have food <laughs> well you food. know you can still eat food but like you can't no, have like christmas. your regular Food and desserts, 100%. I think so, too. I think I would want that more than presents. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge present girl, to be honest. I love giving presents. I love giving presents, too. Yeah. But I also feel like there's such a there's such pressure, though, too, at like for Christmas presents yeah. and stuff. It's a little stressful. It is stressful. I wish, honestly, I love the idea of, like, whenever I see people, like, oh, instead of, like, getting presents for like family instead we like invest in like a trip or like I love we, that or like we have an outing yeah. together or whatever maybe not a trip trip might be too expensive like but an like, experience yeah like instead like we go to a special event or like whatever something else that yeah. is an experience and not like an actual object or a gift i love that i'd be down for that yeah would you rather get a christmas themed tattoo <laughs> or have your hair dyed green and red for the month of december every single year Christmas tattoo. What would you get, though? Like a snowflake. There's so many things you could do. Because when I think about it, it makes me think of, like, Santa's face or something. No, no. <laughs> you could get creative. That's true. 
Would you rather have the ability to instantly wrap Christmas gifts or instantly decorate your house the way you like it? Wrap get Christmas gifts. Me too. Because I enjoy decorating. I do too. I, enjoy, I don't like wrapping gifts. I enjoy putting it. Yeah, sometimes it's a little bit of a chore. That'd be so cool if you could just snap your fingers and it's all If done. the question was like, put away Christmas up decor. Christmas. Clean up Christmas, put it away. <laughs> then yeah, that's, I will always pick that. Like I love bringing things out and put decorating, but then when it comes to putting, it's bringing depressing. it down- so depressing but it's also that's a chore yeah that's a chore so when it comes to christmas shopping do you prefer when people give you lists of what to shop for or do you prefer like shopping like going out and saying like oh like jess would like this i'll get her this for people that i know very 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 well and i know like they like there's a lot of things that they like like okay i'll give an example i would love it if I could go out and buy mom a gift because I know mom so well, I know what she likes. There's a lot of things she likes. Yeah. And it would be easy for me to see something and buy it for her. Yeah, I agree. Someone like dad <laughs> or like grandpa or grandma, like, I don't know. Give me a link. <laughs> yeah. Give me a few that I could choose from and maybe surprise you. And like, I'll do it that way. And even for you, I feel like I do not know like what to get you. Like, I'd rather you give me links or, like, you. there's books that you... Because I could never just go out and buy you a book because you either... You might already have it. You know what I mean? Like, I know you yeah. have the list of books. Your whole aesthetic is very... Like, you shop online at stores that aren't, like... You can't, like, walk into them. You, like, get very unique yeah, things. I'm an unique pieces that are very, like, unique to your style. Yeah. And I feel like it would be hard to find something for you in, like, Winners or Marshalls, which is where I'm going half the time. Because your look is so unique, you know? Yeah. yeah so it would sense. be it, more like, difficult. It differs from person to person. But I also feel like having a list, it makes Christmas shopping less exciting. Like, mm -hmm. it's a little... not I don't want to say boring, mm -hmm. but, like, you already know what to expect. Mm -hmm. There's something fun about going out for the day and being like, let's just see. Like, let's just go and, like, look in the shops and see and pick out stuff. Like, I have more fun doing that. But I understand that, like, it's more time-consuming because you're kind of just going I around. I feel like and if it, I've had a really great shopping day where I see things for people that I'm, like, really looking out. Like, I'm really like, oh, my gosh, this person will love that. Oh, my yeah. gosh, this person will love that. And then it's like I'm, I have a list on my phone of people I have to buy for and checking them off and, like, knowing that they're going to be surprised and knowing mm. that it's not something they've ever seen before and they're going to love it. Yeah. That's amazing. But if I've gone time and time and time again and I cannot find anything – Give me a list. I feel like yeah. have a backup list at least. Like <laughs> that's I feel like let's settle on that is that Christmas shopping's fun and great. If it's unsuccessful, give me a list. Right. Makes sense. Because I do not want to be doing this last minute shopping stuff. Yeah. I do all my shopping in November. <sighs> yeah. Always. Same. Always, always. I try my best. Yeah. And all buying right. for boys is hard. It is. Like dad, give me a list. I can't even. Yeah. Any man in our family. <laughs> give me a list. I mean, with Ty, like, do you find that with Luca, you can kind of guess what he wants, or do you still get a list from Luca? We have in the past given each other, like, what we want. Um, and then we would surprise each other with our stockings. But now we have decided that we're no longer going to give each other gifts and we're going to spend money on, like, a Christmas date like a like spend money on a really nice outing like whatever we need like we get already mm -hmm. 
And we also like our money is both of our money. Like we yeah. share we share accounts, like we share money. So it's like I don't want you to buy me a gift with my you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like let's money. like let's have an experience together. Yeah. And I love that more. Like have a night out somewhere or like doing a a really fancy dinner and like whatever. An activity. Something like that. I'd rather yeah. do that than that. actually buy each other gifts. I have more fun doing that. Yeah. Well, comment down below what you guys prefer. <laughs> and we're going to have a lot more Christmas content coming soon. Maybe we'll get some, like, story times in next uh, podcast and some other interesting things. Maybe some spooky Christmas facts Ooh. we can throw in here next week. <laughs> Christmas facts. Yeah. <laughs> Love Anyways, that. that is the end of today's podcast. Thanks for being patient, waiting for us to come back. Obviously, if we're gone again, something has happened. Uh, but we're going to try and, obviously, be here every single week. That's the goal. So, yeah, whenever we're not here, there's something for going on. It's yeah. Not because we don't want to be. We obviously love like doing podcasts together. So, anyways, guys, um, our podcast is available on any really of the podcast sites like uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, and of course on YouTube. So, everything's linked down below, and we will see you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye.